Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, we are going to talk about chakras, the three gunas, uh, impermanence. We're getting into it. Uh, if you're watching this, you're going to notice it's dark. This is when I had time to do this. I'm driving at night this week. Um, not that I'm doing it all week. This is just when I can do this. So. Uh, before we get into all that, go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com, click the About button, read a little bit about me, see what I have to offer you. If you're interested in one-on-one sessions with me, maybe you want to deepen your understanding of spirituality, the Bhagavad Gita, meditation. You want to start a meditation practice. It's a new year. You've already fallen off. Let's try it again. Um, reach out. If you're interested in thought transformation restructuring, maybe you've got ruminating things that you're constantly going to and you just can't break that cycle or simple grief and loss, reach out through email or direct message on Instagram. It's where I'm most active. If you'd like me to come to a workshop at your yoga school or just give a talk on the mind, again, reach out, email, Instagram. Go to the new shop, buy t-shirts, buy that stuff. New things are on the way. Um, new book is on its way. And if you're interested in taking part of the first Wednesday of every month online gathering through Google Meet, you can do that uh, through our Patreon link. Uh, It's $10 a month. Um, If you're not interested in subscribing to Patreon, but you still want to give this a shot, uh, pay $20 through Venmo, PayPal. Just be sure you get me your email address so that I can get you a link. Um, If you do like the content I provide, you think that I do a good job with this podcast, with all the stuff that I do, because I do all of it. Um, I don't have anyone helping me. I don't farm out any work to anybody. I don't have an AI drawing pictures for me. Um... It's all me. So if you like it, you appreciate it, you want to kick me some money, PayPal, Venmo, it's always appreciated. Okay, so the best way I think to get where I'm going here with this is, um, so everyone's heard heaven, earth, hell um, as being three places, the Bible, the Vedas, whatever. And the Vedas often they mention the three worlds. Um, and then Joseph Campbell comes along, you know, and he says things like, you know, all of the heavens and hells are within you. Uh, Petro- Helena Petrova Blavatsky talked about man's triune nature. Um, I think Aldous Huxley wrote a book about um, the universe inside of a human being. I don't know. Anyway. So it's the eye, but what that really is, is it's an allegory, right? Um, even in the Bible, when they talk about Lucifer and Jesus, that's allegory for the higher and lower self. Um, the Bhagavad Gita, obviously an allegory for the higher and lower self. The Ramayana, same thing. Um, but we've all heard of the chakras, and there's your lower chakras, right? And there's your middle, kind of like torso, and then there's the upper chakras. Well... I'm telling you this because a well-rounded human who is, it's the idea when they talk about chi flowing smoothly, your chakras, quote unquote, being aligned, that means that the energy flows through your entire spine, meaning that your lower chakras, your middle chakras, and your upper chakras, that everything is in alignment, that the energy is flowing freely, that your lower, lower chakras are firing and your higher chakras are firing. And I'm saying this because when you think about 
what the lower chakras would be. Um, Lam and Vam, I can't remember the Sanskrit names, but you know, your root and your, you know. Um, that's very, like, animalistic. It's your um, lower nature, as they say. It's uh, bipedal hominid, just you eat and you need to live so that you can propagate a species because that's what Mother Nature wants you to do, right? Well, then you get into, like, Manipura, like in the solar plexus, uh, the root, the bij mantra for that is Ram. You know, so you have Om, Ham, Yam, Ram, Vam, and Lam. And so that's your ambition. That's, you know, your drive, these things. And, and the lower nature to procreate, to eat, to fuck, it's all necessary. Uh, ambition, things like that. Creativity, growth, very necessary. And then we get the upper chakras. Well, if we are just in our very lower nature, that's obviously not good. Um, If we are just in our ambition, obviously not good. And if we're just in our spiritual, it's not good. When you live life from all your lower chakras, just as an animal, everything makes perfect sense. You have to eat so that you can fuck. That's what an animal does. Um, Animals just... They live life in fear, so they're constantly looking for food and sex, and, and we know people like that. And if you're in that and your ambition, life doesn't, like, you just kind of, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, what, am I just going to acquire things? Acquisition, 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 ambition, ambition, ambition. Life starts to get very empty. Um, and as far as the three gunas, that would be a rajasic energy, rajas. If you have tamas, which is like uh, lethargy, slothful, kind of lackadaisical, fascinated kind of thing. Rajas is go, 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 go. And then there's sattvic, which is your higher self, your spiritual-minded wisdom, and again, even within the three gunas, you need all three of them, right? But but like with the chakras, sometimes we're too far in one thing and not enough in the other. If I'm too far in the spiritual, this all gets very weird, right? If I'm all in the root, it's kind of frantic and, like I said, rajasic, frantic. Um, if it's just an ambition, it can get really like... It lacks meaning. And I just believe that in order for life to make sense, at least for me, there has to be, you know, the spiritual component. I require that thing. And I feel like, I think that, I don't feel, I think that that's the importance of reading spiritual literature. And I don't mean Untethered Soul. Great book, but read the Gita. Read the Bhagavad Gita. I know a lot of you want to read the Bible, and good luck with that. Um, Please give the Gita a chance. Listen to what Krishna has to say in the Gita. He's he's giving us, you know, my girlfriend mentioned I should do some episodes in the Gita. I think she's right. I think I need to do a pick a verse and like talk about it so kind of get you guys interested in what it has to say um 
because in that book it's it's all laid out like how to understand this stuff and, and the three gunas gets mentioned quite a bit but it's that energy you know if you're too slothful then all this other stuff suffers if you're too again like too high minded all this other stuff suffers so there's got to be an even flow of everything that's I guess the point of it because without back to the spiritual literature when you're reading it you're ingesting it's going into your stored subconscious your mind is starting to use it as references that's consciousness right remember the rocking back and forth in the chair if I rock back and forth in the chair I bumped wall my consciousness expanded to include the knowledge of the wall now as I rock in any chair in any place I'm knowledgeable of the wall well what if the wall is the higher self what if the wall is the three gunas, the chakra system, whatever, like these things that get talked about in these, in these texts, it goes in there. And now that's part of the decision making, which goes back to the idea of chanting, right? That when you chant, 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 like for me, it was like you just chant the names of God over and over again. And then all of a sudden you think about Krishna a lot. Well, that's in your consciousness. And now it's part of the decision making apparatus. You know, so you got to ask yourself, right? Like, like, let's say, like, I don't know, today's a good example. Um, I went to yoga at 6.30. I woke up at 5.45. I did not want to go to yoga. Um, I ran intervals uh, yesterday, and I don't know, my body was just fucking sore. But I know that what I need to do is usually the thing, like the thing that's going to heal me and make me feel better is usually the thing my mind doesn't want me to do. If, especially if it has to do with like laziness, tamasic, like, uh, I'm just going to fucking lay here. Right? Like that. And then I was, I was right. If I just went to yoga and that made me feel much better, right? Because um, again, without back to the spiritual thing without that knowledge I just I get it this seems pointless life seems pointless you live and then you inevitably will die you know and that's what Krishna talks about that's what Buddha talked about the four noble truths like look old age sickness death that's how all of this ends as a human but there's more to it and I can't tell you one thing that I've read that's going to change your point of view of it. That like suddenly, oh, your life has meaning. I can't explain it. But it's part of your duty as soul inhabiting this human form that you read these other things. That you, inha- that you let that inhabit your consciousness as well as all the other stuff. You know? That that's the well-rounded human that is the the chakras are all fire evenly together. Um, that you know if the if the, the thing is go 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 go, then maybe you do need stillness. You do need to relax. Maybe if it's relax, relax, relax. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself some self-care time and binge watch some garbage on Netflix. Maybe you need to move. Maybe that's why you feel bad, because you do these things. Um, That's the chakra system. It's that we can get too locked in, like, our lower self or or even our higher self. It's got to be even. 
and the gunas, you know, I think that, you know, sattvic is definitely, you know, wise, even-keeled, probably a little bit of tamasic and rajasic. Um, I definitely get very rajasic, right? That's kind of my battle is to kind of stop, slow down, chill for a minute. Um, yeah, I think that's vitally important. And I think all this stuff is to just better understand that, like, when you feel something like, I don't know, you're, you're just, you, you start to notice that there's no point to things. Look at it. Like, maybe you need to engage in something a little more high-minded. You know, you start to look around, well, there's no point in this, it's a trash fire. It's like, well, why don't you look elsewhere, you know? I was walking around our pond, I was doing japa, and I was looking at these, I mean, if you walk past someone else's townhouse, you're always looking, right? And every single person is, like, listening, or on their TV, it's, like, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, like, everybody's got somebody on there telling them what to think and how to feel, and and now you're living their life and you start to feel that there is no purpose there is no point everything you love and care for will cease to exist that's a fact of life you know but when you start to feel that desperation I think it's important that we engage in something spiritual especially you know my old teacher used to talk about you know um, if you feel a strong drive towards something like that spiritually it's probably because you have a history with it you know um but yeah I think that when you start to feel that discontent that dis that very heavy dissatisfaction I think it's important to get in something a little more high minded um you know because I'm sure I've mentioned this at some point but that the hardest thing about being alive is the impermanence you know, that everything that you love and care for is impermanent. You know, you think about something like grief. The pain of grief is the impermanence of that other life. And the mind believing in solidity, going, well, where did it go? Where did the love go? Where did my friend go? Where did my whatever go? And it's very painful because the mind believed it would always stay the same and always be right there. Now, intellectually, you know that not everyone or everything lasts forever, so... You know, there's a piece of you that knows, but the mind and the body take over and it just hurts. And when I say the best thing about life, or the hardest part about life is that it's impermanent, I would also say the best part about it, the thing that makes it doable, is the impermanence. You know, that this hurts. And it hurts because the object of your love or affection or whatever or desire was impermanent. Well, also know that that pain that you feel, that grief that you feel, it's also impermanent. So be patient. That's sattvic. That's stillness. It's waiting. It's, there's nothing to do. You know, um, lately we've been dealing with some very sad things and you know, every day I kind of ask you, hey, scale of one to 10, where are you at with sadness? And the, the important thing about that to check in is to notice, to recognize it to your mind. That your, it's important that your mind recognizes 
the fluctuation in feelings and the impermanence of those feelings. Because that pain can drive us down into just animalistic thinking. Like, I just got to feel better. I got to feel better. It's like the idea of like a wolf getting its foot trapped and then like chewing its own leg off. It's like, ah, I got to get, you know, that's very animalistic. Um, (laughs) There's that one dude that actually cut his own fucking arm off. Um, You know, the ambition piece, that drive, it it goes into over, it goes into overdrive that need to achieve and whatever. It's, It's just... The idea is that when we are feeling down or even too good, manic almost, get into something a little more high-minded, some upper chakra stuff, right? Om and Ham. You you look at, obviously, Om, the crown is the crown, but then there's like Ham in the throat where communication and speaking and these things, those are very high-minded, right? Um... Yam, the heart, you know, being able to open up, express love, to express love through those two chakras. And then Ram, Manipura, the ambition, the drive, that's very important too, you know, to do something about something. But then when it's all flowing, you have that ambition, which is probably driven by, you know, Vam and Lam, your lower chakras. And then it goes into the heart, and then it goes into the expression in the throat. But then you have the crown that's kind of going, okay, if this is all going smoothly, then we we pace ourselves. We're mindful about what we're saying. We're not frantic. We're not, you know, it's that it's the same and shame and blame and embarrassment and success, whatever. You know, that all that energy flows smoothly. That you're not just going to be spiritual all the time. That's kind of silly. That's not why you're here. That's not what the human birth is about. It's not about, you know, floating around on a cupcake all the time. You know, sometimes it's, it's the hard stuff, too. You know, because that stuff is... Um, since, I've been, um, since I've been talking about the gunas and Pakriti, which is, you know, nature. You're in nature as a human being, you know, that... Spirituality, spiritual practice is learning to live in the world and in the world of material and the world of spirit. It's not about spirituality and spiritual practice is not in understanding these things. It's not just about transcending it and never dealing with it. It's about learning to do all of it, you know? To be in the world but not of the world. Do both. Be soul and pissed. You know, that that it all exists together. Your lower chakras and your upper chakras all exist the same. They all go together. You are rajasic and you are tamasic and you are sapic. It's it's all there. And that's the struggle is, you know, for a lot of us, I think it's the all or nothing thinking, you know. So, whatever lower chakras are animalistic desire, thoughtless desire... And then the ambition can also go wrong. But like back to the lower ones, like that there's a good aspect to that and a bad aspect to it. As a human being, you have to have the desire to stay alive, right? And then there's, you know, the solar plexus, the earthly chakra, like that's you know, the underworld, earth, heaven. So 
you know, those earthly materialistic desire, drive, the need to succeed and be good at something very natural too. You need that as well because that gets applied different ways. And then you get your upper chakras, you know, the crown, the throat, like that stuff is very important too. You have to have all of it. And if you're just in the mode of rajasic acquisition and gimme, 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 get, 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 you're, and you're probably like when I've been in that mode, especially like money and earning whatever, it's usually because my lower chakras are actually firing too high because I'm desperate. There's scarcity mindset like an animal. There's the fear of lack, the fear of whatever. You know, so you need all of it. You need all three gunas. And you need the whole chakra system. In the world, but not of the world. You know, spiritual practice, spirituality is both. You know, that you are a person and you are soul. And that the best part about all of this is it, it the, the most painful part is that it is completely impermanent. And the best part about all of it is that it is completely impermanent. The loss of the thing, whatever the object of affection was that creates all that pain is due to impermanence. Well, good news. That pain is also impermanent. It's all impermanent. Um... That's all I got. Go to the infinite spark of bean.com. Uh, check out the about page. Join the Patreon. We're having a good time. I love it. This week, or I'm sorry, this month, February 7th, my friend Troy's going to join us for prayer, affirmations, and mantras. Um, we're going to go in depth on that. Um, I know a lot of you are going to be excited to see him if you're interested in attending that without signing up for Patreon. $20. Uh, Venmo, PayPal, be sure you get me your email address so I can get you a link. If you're interested in supporting me through either donations or purchasing clothing, please do that through the website. Um, new book will be out soon. It's called Awake. Um, where I'm at right now is laying it out. I'm laying the whole thing out, but it's, it's written. All right, that's it. I love you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.